Hey folks, Travis Macy here. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for coming as always. Hey, if you haven't had a chance, uh, check out travismacy.com slash podcast. We've got more and more partners coming up there. And as I've said, my goal is to try to get you uh, some discounts on the on the brands that I love. We've got 15% off Haganski Mountaineering, 10% off Genesee Protein Bars, 20% off Mike Closers out there backpacks uh, awesome backpacks for adventure racing uh, we also got stoked oats and athletic brewing on there travismacy.com slash podcast thanks for giving it a look a playlist original hey folks travis macy here i'm an athlete author speaker and coach from salida colorado we're mixing it up this week with a special collaboration with the wake dad drink repeat podcast uh i'm super excited to bring you this interview um anthony palmer the host of that podcast invited me to come on his show and uh i immediately said yes i listened to a few of his episodes uh they were really good very relevant to my own life as a father and uh, I just said, heck yeah, I want to I wanna join that community. Um, you know, I t- we talk a lot on this show about endurance racing, about mindset, um, about uh, athletics and, and outdoors. And uh, I'm, I'm really glad to share with you today something else that's super important to me and a huge part of uh, my own life. And, uh, and that's being a father. And I really enjoyed um, talking with, uh, with Anthony about that, uh, you know, the, the highs, uh, the wonderful things about being a dad, uh, also about the challenges, and uh, also about some of the, the unique things uh, to my own family, and, uh, including, of, of course, my own father, who uh, is often on this show. So... Uh, the way that uh, Palmer and I decided to set this up today is the first half of the interview is going to be on his podcast. So if you haven't done so yet, um, please start by going to the Wake Dad Drink Repeat podcast. Uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you can find that one as well. And uh, and you'll find this uh, this interview there, the, the first half uh, actually of this interview. After you listen to that, uh, you'll come back here and listen to the second half of it. And uh, we just thought that might be a neat way to, um, to collaborate. Hopefully it's, it's not too much uh, of, of a hassle for you. And, and hopefully, I, th- I think, uh, you know, especially for a lot of the, the dads out there, if you've been listening to my show, I think you'll probably like that one. And who knows, if you've been listening to the Wake Dad Drink Repeat podcast, uh, you, you might find that you uh, in, enjoy um, this podcast uh, as well, where again, we're talking about a lot of uh, outdoor stuff, about mindset, about adventure racing, uh, running, schemo, mountain biking, uh, burrow racing, and, and also a lot of um, you know family type of stuff. Again, my dad, Mark, uh, is is on uh, my show as a co-host quite a bit. Uh, we've got a recent episode with uh, the ultra runner Dean Carnazes and his son uh, Nick on there. And uh, it, anyway, we just try to really make it a, a family sort of thing. So uh, without further ado, um, here's me and Palmer 
from the Wake Dad Repeat podcast. Uh, again, this is the second half of an interview that we did together. And like my daughter Anderson's 10 and I, I know you've got a 10 year old. That's such that like if it feels well, it feels like we're less busy with them. It feels like everything's a lot more impactful at 10. I feel like like it mm-hmm. feels like a much more pivotal pivotal point in their um life right <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yep how how do you guys um how are you handling that like are you are you finding your yourselves having different conversations at age 10 or just kind of going through the motions with it or how yeah yeah i mean it's it's all you know back to the cliche like the change is the only constant um, <laughs> you know well, welcome to raising kids and they do you know, they, they move forward, but then, then you also see, um, regressions at times, you know, just like we as adults, you know, we get tired or angry or stressed or anxious or whatever, you know, and we revert to previous stories or traits or, you know, habits, whatever. Um, you know, kids do that too. Like, you know, one, your, your kid's 10, you know, one minute you got a 12 or 13 year old and and the the next, you know, you have a seven or eight year old, (laughs) right. And and it could be in a flash and especially depending on the environment or who's around or, you know, uh, thankfully that, you know, they're at this age, usually they're getting better at rising to the occasion. Um, you know, maybe around other parents or in public or at school, you know, hopefully those things are coming along, but yeah, you know, excuse me, you still have, um, those reversions, especially at home. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think for the most part, we're taking it in stride. We're, we're really lucky to live in a, um, a, a small town here in Colorado. And, uh, you know, at, at age 10, um, we, and, and most of the other parents around feel free, uh, feel comfortable giving the kids, you know, some freedom to move around town and they're riding bikes and scooters over to each That's other's awesome, house man. or going to the skate park or something. And, and I'm super, super thankful for that, that we happen to live in a a place like that in a, you know, small town where things are accessible. So, so that's been, that's been one really good change for us as of late. Well, that was, that was kind of, kind of be my next question to you. So I know you, you mentioned earlier and I've, I've read, I think on your website, you mentioned, you know, kind of your love for adventure and endurance kind of developing through watching your dad do it. Are you, do you see that inspiration in your kids coming from watching you do it or do do you guys have like anything that you guys really love to do together on the adventure side of things or are they going completely opposite directions like where are you guys at with all that (laughs) yeah great question i mean uh, my thoughts on on kids you know whether it's sports or or non-sports interests you know like music or dance or art or whatever i I just, I like the idea of exposure and, and I like the idea of kids doing a lot of different things. And, yeah. I should and, say, you know, I put in my notes adventure in quotes, because that's what I meant by that was not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not necessarily yeah. just playing in the woods, but adventure yeah. in discovering anything. Yeah. 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 And ho- hopefully not. Um, you know, I, I think it's in my opinion, kind of unfortunate when you see kids at a young age starting to really specialize, you know, in soccer or basketball or whatever, whatever it is. So, you know, our kids both seem to enjoy a lot of stuff right now. You know, my, my son, Wyatt does really like mountain biking. He likes running, you know, 
I, I think he probably is naturally wired for some of these sports. And again, sure. who knows? We'll see where it goes. He's also really into, you know, riding his scooter at the skate park and, and playing video games, you know, which are definitely uh, not, <laughs> not my things. And, um, you know, Lila's really gotten into gymnastics. Uh, she also really likes art and dance and um, that kind of stuff. So, you know, really it's just whatever, whatever they um, want to do is, is totally totally fine with me. We've got a, a nephew in California and that, that little dude can whip a scooter around at a skate park. Like, I, I mean, doing stuff on it that I'm like, like mm-hmm. X game level, just wild. And it gives me such anxiety. And I find it so funny because <laughs> yeah. it's like, I think of, I think of, you know, coming off of really steep descents on the mountain bikes or trail running at night or all these kinds of things that we've done that it's like, yeah, you don't even think about it. And then you look at, you look at somebody whipping a scooter around and you're like, holly day, how yeah. are yep. you alive still? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I, I think that'd give me some anxiety watching my son do that. Oh, yeah. The, wh- whatever, you know, the kids learning stuff as kids in any skill, you know, we're talking sports here, but you know, whether it's swimming or skiing or, you know, just any of these things, man, if you can learn it as a kid, I think they just learn it so much easier that they, they yeah. bounce up from falls so much better. You know, there's just, oh, yeah. there's stuff that kids can learn that, you know, we can't learn or it would take us forever just because, we break or we're scared, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the fear piece, I think is really funny. The, uh, you know, how much we get in our own heads and the, like I was talking about earlier, I mean, you, you, it's a lot easier to tell yourself no and stop <laughs> the older you get yeah. uh, than it is as a kid at times, I feel like. So there, <laughs> there's, there's a lot to that. Well, um, you, you mentioned you've, are you, you working on another book? Is that, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we, um, you know, most of my work these days, or at least computer, you know, desk work is, is coaching other adult endurance athletes. And, and I really like that. And as I said, I, you know, about 10 years ago, I, I was a teacher for a number of years. And I, I really like teaching and I still get to teach, but I get to teach something that I that I really, you know, just enjoy uh, yeah. my course. So um you know, that's, that's good. And, um, yeah, dad and I are, are working on a, a book that'll, um, talk about the Alzheimer's journey, talk about the, the eco challenge, you know, hopefully share it's, it's, uh, the, the first book was, was very, um, prescriptive as far as, you know, kind of here's some defined principles from the world of ultra endurance racing that you can apply elsewhere in life. Um, this one is, is more, uh, memoir style, but I, I think, you know, there will be hopefully some education and hopefully some things that people find relevant, you know, particularly in the Alzheimer's journey, you know, whether that's you or your grandparent or your, your parent or, you know, someone else, you know, or, you know, maybe some other relevance to, you know, just other types of, of illness or adversity. So that's, yeah. um, you know, we're, we're early in the process. It, it t- <laughs> writing a book is, is a long challenging drawn out <laughs> thing to do. Um, but you know, we're, we're, uh, we thankfully have a, have a deal with the publisher. So we kind of at least have, have a due date and, the plan. and, um, yeah, so we're, cool. we're looking forward to it. And, you know, dad at this point with Alzheimer's, you know, he, he can't read or write, um, you know, which is, which is tough, especially 
you know, it's, it's a hard thing. You, you know what I'm saying, Palmer, cause you've yeah, seen man. it in your grandparents. It's, it's, you know, for someone who is so smart and articulate and just, you know, his whole life reading has been his thing. And, you know, uh, I mean, as, as an attorney, he did tons of writing sure. and dictating and research and it's, you know, it's hard to see those capabilities go. Um, but he's still, he's still a storyteller, you know, he's still, oh, yeah as uh, you know a good long-term memory of many many events and stuff so uh, i'm just i'm excited that his voice you know that we can get that voice in there because that's one thing i i do feel like is um you know there's some examples of it but there's not a whole lot of stuff out there in the you know the voice of the person who who's going through alzheimer's themselves absolutely um you're i mean your dad's still out running and doing all that kind of stuff isn't he yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's changing slowly, but he's totally keeping after it. And we're really supporting that. Cause, cause I think, um, you know, anyone who has any sort of diagnosis, the people who stay engaged with what they love, e- even if it looks different and shifts over time, right. those are the people who do the best as far as happiness and, uh, you know, health and, yeah. and longevity. So yeah, he's uh, especially just trekking around on foot. I mean, he, you know, that's his main, his dad's two things on his calendar are, are, are go running and, you know, do a podcast with me every, every once in a while, <laughs> you know, and hang, <laughs> hang out with some, my, my sister and her husband, uh, their, their son is five and then they have two two babies, uh, twins who just turned a year old. So, oh, wow. you know, dad gets to, yeah, dad gets <laughs> to spend a lot of time, um, w- with them and, you know, that's kind of, that's what he does, but yeah, he's, he's still at it. He, um, he did the, uh, a 50 mile running race in, in Leadville, um, last weekend. And so we went out and, wow. and did that. Yeah. Did that together. And, and, you know, they have, they have time cuts. So he's, right. he's still, he's super strong going uphill. Um, and his, his knees and his back are, uh, you know, just pretty worn down from all the years of this kind of stuff. So the downhills are actually probably a little slower for him. Um, but sure. we, we made all the time cuts until mile 32 and, you know, miss, miss that time cut, but we got to be out there for more than nine hours and, you know, co- awesome, cover man. more than 50 K, which I think was, was great. And, you know, he Absolutely. had a lot of fun. It's great to be out there with the community. So yeah, he's, he's going strong. That's really cool, man. That's really cool. Um, talk a little bit about um, what, what's been one of your more challenging moments of fatherhood and how you, how you overcame it. <laughs> Yeah, I think, um, you know, like I said, just that, that grappling with the, uh, the gender roles that are a lot different from what I grew up with. Um, and, and that, um, you know, like I said, particularly initially, I just remember all these times, you know, when, when here I am, I got a, you know, whatever, a one-year-old and a three-year-old or a two-year-old and a four-year-old. And, you know, I'm at the, the uh, park hanging out with the kids and there's all these other little kids and there's a whole bunch of parents, Moms. every other, every <laughs> single other parent happens to be a woman, Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so those, those, uh, just those moments of, of, uh, you know, identity, um, kind of what, yeah. you know, what is my role? What, what quote, should we, should we be doing, you know, um, those, those were challenging moments, um, for sure. And, and I, you know, I did a lot of work with, uh, you know, for just talking to, with, with my wife who, you know, of course is a very present parent and, you know, did, did, and does put in a lot of the day-to-day parenting as well, but, you know, working with, 
with her with that talking, um, especially with other other uh, guys, um, you know, who maybe are in a similar role, sharing conversations, uh, talking with um, with a counselor and therapist, um, you know, about this, and 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 also some some writing, you know, writing down, uh, you know. I think one thing I wrote was some sort of mantra, you know, to the effect of like, okay, you know, my father was a great father, you know, doing his roles. Um, and there, you know, my role as a father can, can be different, you know, right. That my role as a day-to-day parent can be different and still, um, uh, just as important. So I, th- I think, um, all of that has been really helpful. And I would say f- for me, at least continuing to always have, um, my, my own thing. Um, yeah. you know, having your, your thing that, you know, what, what is it that gets you going? And for me, it's, you know, been these endurance sports for many years, it was, you know, competing at a high level, which not only was fun and got me, got me to travel a lot, but I'm, I'm sure did, you know, also played a role in, in my ego and identity. Sure. Um, you know, ha- having, uh, having work, uh, going on, you know, that that's separate from the family has always been, um, helpful to me. Um, and, and yeah, just, just rising, you know, life is a lot less of, of should, and a lot more <laughs> of like what works for us. Um, yeah. and, and what works for us now, because, because again, it's always changing. And, and even now, you know, with kids who are eight and 10, like, I also feel like I'm starting to see this shift of like, uh, you know, wow, with a 10 year old, and you know, this uh, Palmer, I mean, that kid is, is halfway to being out of the house. Um, yeah. you know, which is hard to, hard to even, even fathom. So, um, yeah. you know, that's another thing about the, uh, you know, facing adversity or the, the brushes with mortality that, that, you know, maybe a silver lining is it grounds you. It makes you realize like, wow, this is valuable. You know, even these really tough moments of day-to-day parenting, you know, it's, it's valuable time. It doesn't last forever. Yeah, it, it really doesn't. And I think that that perspective is huge. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not even going to attempt to say it. I'm just going to tell everyone to go listen to um, our episode with uh, Justin Gill, the founder of uh, Bachans, because um, he gave this quote. It was a percentage about basically like, you know, you spend 18 years raising your kid, but that really only equates for like X percent of time of their life kind of deal. And it, it puts it into, it makes everything seems so small, right? And it, and you realize just how impactful every moment is, or the, at least the opportunity to make each moment impactful, right? Um, and it doesn't mean you have to be on all the time. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect all the time. It just means that you've got to, when you're at a level 10 of frustration, and I'm saying this out loud at this point now for me to hear, not for anybody else to hear, but when you're at that level 10, that it's okay to like, you need to take that moment and take a breath because it's not long that they're always going to push you to level 10, right? Like you're not going to, you're going to look back and want that one day. All right, man. Well, what do you think about, uh, what do you think about moving into some rapid fire questions here? Cool. Cool. Um, first question to you. What's, uh, what's your drink of choice? Uh, I, I really like espresso. Um, that's, that's the main thing that, that, uh, that gets me going. <laughs> Does it for you? Uh, every, yeah. Every, every morning. And again, in the after I'm actually, it's, it's about mid afternoon here. I'm drinking a couple shots of espresso from, uh, from my mocha pot. Um, I love water. Uh, you know, it sounds cliche, but I drink a lot of water and it's, it's good stuff. Um, and I also like a good IPA from, um, you know, a lot of big time craft, 
brewery scene uh, here in Colorado. And there's one called the X-Ray IPA from Soulcraft Brewing here in Salida that uh, if you happen to be in the area, that's a good one. Got to check it out. Cool. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm on the water train right now myself. I'm getting ready to go meet a meet a buddy for an hour spin when we get when we get done recording right. this. So Excellent. It is it is hot out here today. So yep. I'm trying to <laughs> get ahead of it a little bit. Um, what, uh, what's your favorite band? What do you like listening to? Oh man. I, I, you know, I like all kinds of music, um, from over the years when I'm driving, it's mostly country music. Um, you know, either on Pandora or just the local radio station. I don't really like, um, contemporary country music quite as much as like nineties and two thousands, kind of when the, when the country was really country. Um, and I, I really like um, 90s punk rock. That's, uh, that's nice. what, you know, my buddies and I were really into <laughs> in high school. And, um, you know, that's what I put on Pandora a lot, especially if I'm doing a challenging workout or something and I need a little motivation, you know, a little face to face or strung out, you know, those kind of bands just, uh, and it's good <laughs> memories. You know, I think back to being a high school kid and driving around with my buddies and, you know, going, being in the mosh pit at shows, you know, from time to time, like, you know, it's just good, good, happy memories, high energy, high speed. It's good. Stuff. What's, what's the most important lesson that you've learned from your dad? You know, I talk about in my book a lot, a lot of sayings. My my dad was very much a man of sayings. Um, probably the one that stands out to me is is uh, he he just he still says it all the time. You know, he says he says, "Bud, keep the faith." And and I think that that to me, um, you know, what I like, you can interpret it in many ways. For many people, that that might be you know a a religious or higher power sort of connotation. Um, I think for you know, for dad and probably for me, it's, it's more of just keep the faith that, that things will work out in the end, even when they're really hard and, and keep the faith in yourself. Cause that's, that's where it all starts. You gotta believe, um, in yourself when you're, especially when you're going through hard stuff. So you just, you gotta, you gotta keep that faith. What's in, and you get, you may be a little past this, so you may have to dig into the memory bank here a little bit, but what, what's one of your favorite kid books that you either got to read to your kids or with your kids or. Oh man. Uh, I, I, I love Dr. Seuss, um, you know, just cause of the, the, the rhythm and probably the favorite one uh, from those is, Oh, the places you'll go That's just because one, of the, the possibility, the motivation. Um, I, I used to, when I was a high school teacher, I'd read that uh, to, to my seniors every year on the last day of school. And, you know, even for, for anyone who's on like the cusp of, uh, doing something or, you know, especially as a high school senior, like, well, you know, that's such a cool transitional time in life. It's just, you know, the places you go, it's a, it's a good one. That's very cool. Very cool. What's one of the dumbest things that you did as a kid that you hope your kids don't do that you're willing to say on a podcast? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> um we didn't do a lot of breaking stuff but you know i just remember, like throwing snowball like ice balls at passing car windows and stuff you know like <laughs> you know to a middle school boy like uh you know my son is will be in middle school this year but you know the 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 fun the right like you can see why it's fun and now as an adult you're like what the hell you know like you could you know someone could get in a car crash get, or break their windshield yeah you know so but at the time it's yeah killer 
yeah, killer plenty, books. <laughs> I'm sure there are pl- plenty of other ones too. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's what's something that you've learned from your kids? So so much from them, and so so much from each of them, and just how. You know, like I said, uh, Wyatt and Lila just they they came into the world uh, as their own uh, special, you know, fully wired people, and and I think that's a big takeaway of just how you know nurture, of course, is so so important, and and that's a you know you have to believe that if you're a parent, but but also just the the role of nature and and how we all are you. Um, unique individual people and that's and that's good and it's okay and you gotta um you gotta honor that you know and 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 i think they've they've also just taught me um you know even more about um patience and they've taught me that that i can um you know that i can dig and persevere and, and um more than I ever have, you know, whatever, in a hundred mile run or, or an adventuration, you know, these things that we, we think are hard, you know, and they are hard, but you know, man, you want to learn, learn real mental toughness, um, you know, be, become a parent, um, you know, and they've, and they've taught me to love and they've taught me to, you know, have a, a deeper relationship, um, with my wife and, and with my own parents. So yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I, I can't, I always knew like parenting was going to be, I never questioned whether or not I would have kids, but, it, um, you know, it just clearly, it continues to like deepen just the full life experience in so many ways. I love that, man. That's a, that was a, um, that was a very good answer. Not that I'm judging you on it, but I just, it made, it <laughs> oh, gave me thanks. chills. It made, made me feel good hearing that. Oh, so, thanks. um, well, last, last rapid fire question to you. Um, what trait of yours do you hope that your kids inherit? I'd probably say perseverance. And that's a good one to leave them with, man. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good one. If you're going to pick one, I think to, to try to instill. Um, well, man, thanks for, thanks for playing in on the rapid fire. That was fun. I, those were yeah, some really sure. great, uh, yeah, great questions. Really great Palmer. I like those. Yeah. I, um, I'm, I am, I've got a mixture. We've got like 15 questions. I just pull some random ones from for each episode, but I'm, I'm really, I'm really loving the lesson you've learned from your dad and, and something you've learned from your kids. I find yeah, those yeah. to be yeah, no um, a great, yeah. a great insight into yeah. people. What, what, uh, a, how about, how about you Palmer? What are, what are things you've learned from your kids either over time or, or lately you said you had a 10 year old and how you have um, other yeah, my daughter, well, my daughter Anderson is 10 and yep. uh, my son Oliver is three. So we've got a, we got a big gap yeah. between the two. Yeah. Um, you know, Anderson, um, I, for each one individually, Anderson has taught me patience um, or is continually attempting to teach me patience. I don't know that I've learned that lesson fully yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, and interestingly enough with her too. So she was, she was two when, um, or excuse me, she was four when my wife and I got married. She was two when my wife and I started dating. Um, and I've adopted her and I'm all she knows or has ever known as a, as a dad. And, um, the, I, I, I love her dearly. I I mean, I love her as she is, as if she's mine, cause she is mine, but the, what she, one of the things that I think she's really taught me is the, our ability to, um, our ability to love and our ability to be loved and how, you know, family truly is what we make 
whatever we want to make that tribe be, you know, and um, it's really cool. Um, and I, I think we're going to have an interesting road ahead as she becomes a teenager and we start having more of the sticky conversations around some of that stuff. Um, but, and as my wife and I have talked about some of that in um, anticipate anticipation leading up to it is my response has always been, you know, that she's never known anything but love from me. And I feel like I've never known anything but love from her. And if that's the foundation, we can get kind of going back to where we were starting with the show. Like we can get through anything, right? Like it's, it's, it's having that there. So that's, that's probably it for her, for, for Oliver, um, man, just like joy and laughter. He is just, that kid is just fun and funny and having started my parenting journey with somebody at two. Um, I, I didn't get those, those, first two years of all of that with, with Anderson. Right. And, and then started getting to see that with Oliver and, and go through that. And just, I mean, if anything, just to not be so serious, just to relax and, you know, laugh and just yep. Yep. find, find the humor in, in the shit and not, not let everything be such a stressful yeah. thing. So yeah. Um, Good for you. Yeah. And, just, and what a, you know, unique experience for you. Well, first of all, I, both of my sisters are adopted. So I, you know, I totally oh, wow. get, get it with all that, you know, whether it's as a sibling or her parent or yeah. whatever, you know, yeah, yeah. That, she's, she's totally your kid. And, um, and I, I just, yeah, I think that's great. And I think it's cool that, you know, even to have that time between them, I can imagine maybe generates a little more appreciation for those younger years. Cause you get to, you get a bit more feeling of where, where it's going. Um, yeah, I think so. It, um, you know, it makes me, I think there's elements of it that I, um, you know, I want, I want for nothing. Cause I'm very happy that we have two very healthy and happy kids, but um, it, it makes me at times wish that we were in a position to maybe have done it, to have had another kid to have like now gone through that process. You know, my wife and I got to go through this process together once we've, it, it's just weird. The dynamic of it is just different, yeah, yeah. man, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely, there's a lot of savoring those moments with Oliver, knowing how quickly they're going to go away. Yeah. Um, and that probably has made me savor a lot more with Anderson too, because I've, yeah. and I've said this now, so everyone listening, I, I apologize. You have listened to me week over week now complain about my daughter going into middle school in a year, but I'm like scared shitless <laughs> about it, man. <laughs> and like, and it makes me, I'm like holding on to everything we've got out of, out of her last year of elementary school with her. Cause it just. Yeah it's wild how quickly I feel like she just started kindergarten yesterday. Yeah. And it's yeah. It, it has just flown by the yeah, good and I the know. bad, you know? Yeah. I hear you. Um, My son's going to be in middle school this year and, and that's uh yeah, it's hard to grasp. And it, actually this is now that you mentioned it, it's the first time I've actually thought about my daughter going to middle school and, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see if my feelings are different, you know, from a son going versus, a daughter going. Oh, I'm not even close to my son going to middle school and I feel different about it. Girls are vicious, man. Like I am, yeah. I am, uh, the, I mean, and not even, it's not even fair to say girls are vicious. It's just, it's amazing to me to see the drama that's already started in my 10 year old daughter and the, like yeah. the clickiness yeah. and all of it. And it just, it, her, her being as much an instigator as being on the receiving end. I'm not calling her perfect yeah. in that, but yeah, it's yeah. like, Yep. It's wild. Um, yeah. It's tough. Like you Middle said, school well, is they're... a challenging 
uh, thing for sure. I, it, I very intentionally never was a middle school teacher. Yeah. That was probably <laughs> a really good idea. <laughs> yep. That's uh that, that you deserve a medal. Any middle school teacher deserves. Yeah. No, I was like, <laughs> you know, 17 or 18 year olds bring them on, but you, you know, sixth and seventh grade, hell no. <laughs> oh, there's way too much hormones going on. <laughs> way, way too much. Well, man, um, we talked about a lot. Um, tell, uh, tell the listeners, um, you know, where to find your podcast, where to get a copy of your book, where to follow along with you on social, give, give everyone a quick rundown of all that good jazz. Um, yeah, travismacy.com slash podcast has, you know, I update that with, with each episode and, and, um, the podcast is also, you know, on wherever you're listening to this podcast, (laughs) you can find the Travis Macy show as well. So that's, that's kind of, you know, the, the newest project, but it's, it's been a lot of fun, you know, probably like you Palmer, I just, I love connecting people. It's a highlight, you know, just to get to have a great conversations. And, um, it's, it's been fun to, to do it with my dad. Um, you, you know, some of the episodes are, are more challenging and some are, you know, more seamless, uh, for, from his aspect, but it's, it's just, sure. it's awesome to be in it with him. So that's, that's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, on, excuse me, on Insta, Instagram at Travis Macy, you know, I try to put up some pictures from adventures and, uh, things like, uh, like borough races. Um, and oh, then, yeah. uh, we got to talk about this. For a <laughs> yeah. Are you doing a, did you say you've got a race coming up, a borough race coming up or, uh, yeah, this, this weekend that believe it or not, Palmer, they call it the, the, uh, borough racing world championship, um, is in, uh, in fair play, Colorado. And it's, okay. uh, you know, it's a, it's a pretty small, obscure sport, you know, largely cause not everyone has a burrow or, you know, has access My, to one, but it's basically, it's a trail running race and you have a donkey on, on a leash and it's, yeah. it's wild. It's, you it know, it's wild. It's, yeah. It's lower pressure. Cause you know, uh, some of it is obviously out of your hands, but you know, to do well, you, you gotta be fit and, and you gotta put in the time, you know, really with, with your animal, as far as training and building a relationship. And I just, I love it. I've, you know, my whole life I've run, um, with my dogs and always just really enjoyed that. And this just kind of, you know, brings it (laughs) sort of to the next level. (laughs) My introduction to the sport was, do you know, Mike Chambers? Uh, yeah. Sounds familiar. Okay. Um, So Mike's a, Mike's an, you know, an, an, adventure endurance athlete like yourself yeah but he's he's had us a show on outside tv called beat monday oh yeah um, yeah okay yeah i've seen that and i know um his uh his co-host yeah um, jason yeah jason lives in golden so yeah i've watched i've watched those shows and i don't know if i've actually met um mike but i've you know they're uh, another great show listeners yeah. should totally check it out because well, it's a fun yeah. concept so it's yeah. wild and mike's a great dude we had him on the show um i think it was like the spring of last year but oh um, nice he, it was, he had, I don't remember if it, he had done, I think he had done, they did the Leadville borough race. Yep. Um, and, and did, that's what the episode was about. But I, when oh, I was cool. watching that, um, I was like, oh my God, this is just wild. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. This is the coolest damn thing, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's a fun thing for spectators. It's a fun thing for the athletes. It's, it's fun, you know, from an animal rights perspective, like I really think the boroughs like it. They like running. They like being out there with other animals. You know, they have a very high capacity for, for yeah. work. You know, they're just, they're super strong 
animals and you know they they don't need a whole lot of food and water and stuff when you're out there so it's 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 cool i would love to do that i think that would be the yeah. coolest coolest thing to do um, yeah well would, you should absolutely but book a plane ticket to colorado and you want to go for a burrow run i i've got uh, pico and taco they live down the street and uh, they they belong to some friends but you know i i kind of they don't have much else on their calendar so i can yeah, just, you know, <laughs> sort right. of, i could take them out and run whenever we want to i'm taking you up on it we're going to do a burrow run together one day yeah. man we'll, we'll we'll definitely have to do it but yeah um, i'd love to i would i would too man that'd be great well um our listeners know this but i'll have links to to your show to your book all that good stuff in our in our show notes and on the episode page on the website um but man travis this was every bit of uh as exciting and um impactful as as I was hoping it was going to be, as you were answering my, my question about where people can find you, I, I remembered what I was going to say to you earlier when you were, you were answering, um, you were talking about your, your struggles, your biggest struggle as a dad and making sure you have something that's a purpose and, and is yours. And, um, this podcast, I, I, as much as I love running and all of that, I, I have found this podcast to be, um, so much of that for me, we, my, you know, my, the guy I started the show with Mike, we, we took a break. we, you know, went our separate ways with, with doing the show. And I, um, as I was talking to him about bringing the show back, I said, man, I just, th this has become my church. It's become this thing that means so much to me. And, and some of the listeners that have reached out and just shared the impact that it's had on, on them, like you were sharing at the start of the show, like it just, it's, um, having that thing that, that fires you up, that you get excited for and uh, that means something to you, it really makes a difference. Yeah. In, yeah. And no sometimes it's hard too. That doesn't mean there's not work oh, yeah, know, man. producing a podcast. Oh, or, it's a lot know, of work. Right. Yeah. There's things that are, you know, that are a hassle and sometimes it's a drag, but that's good. Good for you, Palmer. I'm, I'm glad. And I'm, I'm feeling the same thing about the podcasting. It's a great way to connect with people and I'm, you know, tr truly thankful and honored that, that you included me on this. Oh, absolutely, man. Well, it was, it was an absolute honor to have you and we'll, uh, we'll have to do it again sometime, but, um, guys, thank you everyone for being a part of the wake dad drink repeat community. I really hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. And as always remember wake dad, drink, repeat. Cheers, everyone. All right, folks. Hey, uh, thanks again. Really appreciate having you along. Um, again, a special welcome to, uh, listeners of the wake dad, drink repeat podcast who who may have come over uh to us to listen to the second half of the interview and um also to uh to our podcast listeners um thank you for uh maybe checking out that uh that new stream and and again i think there's a lot of good stuff on there so who knows maybe uh something that, that you want to subscribe to and and be a part of um, special thanks to Anthony Palmer. I uh, really appreciate uh, Palmer inviting me on his podcast and, and just doing a great interview. Um, I really enjoyed it, and uh, it's you know it's always powerful to uh, just reflect on um, something that's uh, very important to one's life. All right, folks, uh, wishing you all the best. Have a great week, uh, whether that means getting outdoors or enjoying a bit of the rest of the summer here before school starts. Maybe you're uh, going through your own journey as, uh, as a parent, uh, the, the ups, the downs, the challenges, and uh, you know, just, uh, just savor the time because it's, uh, it's um, super, super important, one of the most important things in life. All righty, we'll catch you next time.